Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry. And the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night now during the football season from a little after 6 until about 6.45 until the end of the football season, then every week uh, beginning in January to the end of the school year. Meanwhile, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestia Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, r r Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mussin Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine uh, and Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, uh, Senate Campaign for, for Hugh uh, Andre, Dr. Seth Rosenswig's group, EP Bro, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, his uh, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso Investment Group. We're here at the studios of Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed presently. And you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or sign up for Simple Radio app and negotiate through the app and listen to Kane Radio. And you can now listen to Kane Radio on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa. Play Kane 1240 and it will. Uh, coach uh, sports at Catholic High or uh, cranking up in the school year. And, uh, of course, Kane Radio will broadcast five of the selected games this year. And, of course, Football season is right around the corner, Coach. And on the schedule coming up, you got a scrimmage, I believe, uh, uh, this coming week? Yes, sir. We scrimmage on Thursday at Centerville High School. And uh, that's going to be at Centerville, you said. So uh, you're basically going to bring your whole roster. I mean, will you bring uh, freshmen and uh, that group or uh, kind of select uh, who you're going to bring? Um, normally we would, but Centerville is a smaller school and they only have ones and twos. So we're, gonna, we're not going to bring the freshmen. But what we're going to do, we're going to have a, um, <clears throat> a freshman against eighth grade scrimmage on Friday at 530 at school. Um, I think the sixth and seventh grade, the fifth and sixth graders are going to scrimmage the seventh graders as well. Uh, Friday so that you know so those freshmen will still get their reps in um, but you know some of those guys are planning on coming to the scrimmage with us but I told them they didn't have to because they have their scrimmage the next day um, and I can't guarantee that they're going to play like we normally would sure. do in a scrimmage um, just because Centerville doesn't have the numbers that we have okay and Centerville was with a class A school 1A, yes sir. okay and y'all still was still of course this year uh, of course, I guess in January next year, they'll start uh, realigning all the schools and everything. Yeah, so they're, they're going to go through the numbers officially normally like in October to come out with, you know, who's going to be 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, 5A, and then they start going through the districting process. Um, and I think that's normally all finalized early January. Um, so everyone's going to know if you have new districts, who's in your district, all that kind of stuff. And well, how'd summer workouts go, Coach? Uh, you know, with uh, that, and I know uh, the kids working hard during the summer and agility and strength and other things. I thought summer workouts went really well. Um, you know, we had great, great, um, great participation from all the sports. Uh, you know, that's one of the one of the initiatives that we started. But <clears throat> that you know, me and and my brother Mike, we started a long time ago when we first came here. Um, you know, we started a workout program for all the athletes because football pretty much always had it. Um, you know, I'm not sure exactly what happened throughout those years, but I know Coach Watney, he kind of did the same thing. He, you know, he kept it mandatory for all students. 
Um, and, you know, we're continuing that going. And I think I think we had great participation, like I said, from from all the athletes, all the sports. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to pay off, pay off dividends in the end. Um, you know, we, we talk about all the time that that games are won and lost in the off season and in the, in the summer and the conditioning and all that kind of stuff. And and our kids pushed and, and did a great job. And uh, the old, uh, three, uh, uh, I guess, three characteristics, bigger, faster, and uh, stronger, come into play? Yes, sir, absolutely. You know, I, I don't care what your sport is. If you're bigger, faster, stronger, you're at an advantage. Um, so, so, you know, even, I mean, in everything, you know, so the, the stronger you are, the faster you are, the bigger you are, the advantage that you have. And what, and what anticipating, you know, with lifting of these kids doing, uh, what's a general percentage of what they can increase their uh, – their uh, strength and things like that you know it all it all depends on the kid their age of the kid um what kind of effort they put into it you know i feel like a lot of times the younger kids can improve quicker than the older kids just because you know well i not necessarily younger but less they got less room advanced. to grow they have more room to grow they're learning their bodies um you know older kids a lot of times they'll kind of get to plateaus and they'll get stuck at at a level for a while then then break that plateau then get to a new one um but you know i we have some kids that in the past year, some of the football guys, because I have their, you know, their, their list from last summer and all that, who have gone up 150 pounds, 200 pounds in their three really? maxes, wow. you know, in their squat, bench, and power claim max combined. Wow, that's pretty interesting, too. So you're seeing the, a little bit size, too. Of course, you've been at Catholic High for, what, a little over a year now and uh, with some of the workouts, and you can see some of these kids growing. So uh, I've seen a few uh, preseason uh, writings. I think I saw one today that Mike Coppage did with y'all and then i saw one where kenny trahan out of new orleans in the crescent city uh his particular mm -hmm. uh website uh, wrote one on you earlier this summer too so uh getting some nice publicity with your kids in the program so uh interesting uh, of course next monday we'll have a little more info on how the kids did during their scrimmage against centerville the bulldogs i do believe i think so yeah the bulldogs i used to have a good friend uh fraternity brother was a, a coach down there back okay. when they when they just opened that high school i guess uh some 30 35 years ago or whatever but uh your uh team uh things are looking up for you and uh You've, you mentioned off the air you've got about 65 kids, give or take a few kids, on yep. the roster right now. And that includes freshmen, I do yes, believe. Yes, that huh? does include freshmen. We, uh, we have ahead. somewhere around 16, 17 kids in each class. In each class Which so. is a good breakout, yep. too, uh, in that regard. Hopefully all of them will hit the field and participate and give you some mm -hmm. depth, too. That would be nice. And, of course, last year the Catholic High only had five seniors on the team. Yes. So you got a lot of experience coming back. Absolutely. Uh, as they're going to put the heat on you now. They're going to have a lot of kids <laughs> with uh, – uh, you know, some experience. And uh, so far, uh, when did you literally start preseason drills? Two, three weeks ago? Uh, we, we practice all summer long, uh, to be honest with you. You know, with, with what our summer rules are now in the LHSA, you can legitimately practice any as much as you want. You just can't put pads on. You can wear helmets. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically what our, what our football summer schedule was, we'd lift Monday mornings from 7 to 9.30. <clears throat> Tuesdays we'd lift from 7 to 9.30, then we'd practice from uh 10 30 till noon then wednesdays we practice from 5 30 to 7 30 p.m then thursdays we just live so we really get two practices in a week okay so basically getting the plays down for these kids especially the newer kids uh who don't have much experience i guess just to learn the pattern and the signals and all uh, uh with that so that that's a big benefit too uh for that and i know you didn't go through spring drills at the end of the school year, and that gives you also uh, an extra time to put the pads on too. Yeah, right? so we were able. We we officially started last week, last Monday. All um, right. The schools that that did do spring ball officially started this Monday, so we were able to put pads on for the first time Thursday last week. 
their first time would be a lie. I'm sorry. Two weeks ago, okay. we started officially. Okay. We were able to put pads on them for the first time two weeks ago, two Thursdays ago, and, and they were able to last week. So, so it gives you that extra week of pads, which for us, a small school with so many kids that are involved in baseball and track, I think, you know, I think it's a no-brainer for, for me would as a coach. Ca- would Catholic High approximately have maybe a little over 300 kids in the high school right now, somewhere in that vicinity, I'd say? Um, I, think, I think we're a little bit under under three hundred. I think we're like in the two two eighty five ish something okay. like that. Last right. time I last time I talked to Brandon for, uh, Poche, I think that's what it was about okay. two eighty five. All right, all right. And uh, with, the, with regards to the workouts this summer, uh, uh, kids' uh, participation was pretty good. You know? Yeah, it was. It was very good. Um, you know, our kids came came day in day out. You know, we 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 kept track of attendance and all that kind of stuff. And and they came in. They worked hard. and They did a good job. All right. Well, now uh, with a little, I uh, guess, foresight here, what can Panther fans expect to see with the Panthers offensively and defensively this year? Um, you know, offensively, I like to be pretty multiple. I like to be pretty balanced pass-wise, pass, pass wise, def- uh, run-wise. I try to be 50-50 as much as possible um, just to keep defenses honest. Um, we'll be multiple personnel, 11 personnel, 21, um, some, some 12 personnel, uh, some 10 personnel, all kind of different things. You know, we'll, we'll be shotgun mostly, not very much under center. Um, right. But but like I said, you know, we'll be pretty multiple. Um, a lot of different run game schemes, you know, some power schemes, zone schemes, um, counter. Uh, our pass game is going to be, you know, uh, I think pretty complex for high school, but, you know, nothing out, nothing out of – out of this world a lot of misdirection in some instances some some misdirection some motion stuff um you won't see much of that this thursday will be pretty pretty vanilla sure. you know sure. I, I don't i don't believe in uh showing my whole hand in the preseason i understand um because you know no matter what happens on oh, thursday they got cameras out there <laughs> yeah and no matter what happens on thursday we'll still be zero and zero and same That's thing right. the following That's week right. in the jamboree zero I guess and zero the biggest thing you want to see your kids execute well and stay clear of injuries and things of that nature. Absolutely. That's the big thing, uh, especially going into one of these uh, scrimmages, uh, which, uh, you know, playing a team, a lower classification team, and uh, and uh, that means uh, makes a big difference too. So, uh, anyway, uh, come uh, come Thursday evening, next Monday, we'll find out a little bit more about your team too. Of course, you're beating on – you know, you hear people all the time say it's nice to beat on somebody else than your own teammate during practice Absolutely. in that regard. So, uh, are you one of those advocates that – don't believe in tackle to the ground in this particular time? No, um, you know, we, I, I've been a head coach. This is my seventh year, and, and I was coaching, you know, for, for nine years at Ascension, and, and we never tackled live um, okay. at practice. Uh, the, game, the game has evolved. Um, you know, there's so many, so many procedures and protocols and things like that. Um, and then especially at a small school, you know, if you lose the wrong kid, that, makes, that, can, that can change your whole season. Um, and obviously, you can still have injuries no matter what, but I just feel like it, there's no reason to be taking kids all the way down to the ground anymore. You know, the, okay. the Oklahoma drills that we grew up doing, um, that gets more kids to quit football than, okay. than to love football. So, you know, that's kind of that's how the game has progressed. You know, I heard a, a college coach talking, you know, at the clinic this summer, and he said, we, we got to move on. The days of those types of drills are kind of come and gone. Um, and, and I know some old school guys have a tough time with that because um, – Oh, yeah. it, it is what it is, but, you know, I feel like it's not necessary. There's so many different things nowadays, those, those tackling dummies, um, those donuts that you can use, that, that you can teach the technique. Wasn't and, that something Buddy Tevens, I think, had uh, built? Uh, I'm not sure Jarvis. who came up with it, but, but all those things, you know, they, they make a huge difference, and you can teach technique to where you keep the head out of the tackle to kind of, you know, mitigate those concussion issues and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I was skeptical at first whenever – you know, sure. One of my coaches started talking about that. They called it Seahawk tackling because that's what the Seattle Seahawks would do. They, instead uh-huh. of getting your head across, 
they kind of come behind and lead with the shoulder. Um, I was very skeptical, but, you know, I told them, I say, as long as we're making tackles, I'm all right with it. And, and, and it, it definitely does work, and it helps helps to mitigate those concussions and keep your guys on the field. And uh, furthermore, uh, how's the competition going for different positions? You've got some uh, some players uh, fighting for starting jobs, things of that nature. And uh, how is that going? Absolutely. You know, a lot of our a lot of our positions are kind of, I'm not going to say anything set in stone, but, you know, we kind of have some, some front runners at certain spots. But, you know, it's a couple different places we, we, we got position battles you know one of them center um holding leblanc's probably ahead the senior and then elijah butts is right behind him you know those guys are going to split reps um thursday and and, you know we'll kind of go from there and figure out who's it's going to be um at receiver we have a couple spots you know gavin roy joe leblanc chris green those three guys are kind of battling for two spots um who is going to end up being i don't know i think it's probably going to be a rotation of all three of them because they're all very very talented players um, and all have done some great things, you know, this this camp and, and this summer. Um, trying to figure out some cornerback positions. Tristan Lewis, obviously, he's going to be one of our starting cornerbacks going into it. But the other cornerback right now, Marcus Austin, is a is is the first guy going in. Um, but we got some other guys that are battling with him. You know, Gavin Roy's a guy. Uh, we know Jaden Mitchell can play, but we're trying to keep him a little more on offense, especially while it's 110 degrees outside yes. like it is right now. Yes. Um, you know, but I, I feel like especially in a small school, the less guys you have played both ways, the better you are come that fourth quarter when, when it's really, you That's know, right. real important time. Of course, um, uh, again, a uh, couple more things before we take our first break. Is that, uh, with that, how are your special teams looking? You know, the, your punter, your kicker, and pe- people of that nature, which is a very important part of the game, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, our, our kicker right now, Bennett, Bud- uh, Bennett Boudreaux, is kind of banged up. He, uh, he has like a a groin or something that he did playing soccer this summer um so he actually hasn't been kicking much but isaiah parish who's his backup has done been doing a great job um you know on kickoffs and all that he's kicking the ball to the five yard line uh possibly sometimes in the end zone so even if, if bennett doesn't make it back you know week one week two i'm not that concerned about kicker um you know like okay. i said isaiah's done a great job um and then at punter it looks like joe leblanc kind of kind of it's kind of gonna be our our go-to guy um you know that's kind of still open tryouts there because we lost two punters last year um, William Russell and um, um, Jack Chauvin were the two two guys that did most of the punting duties so right now it's, it's Joe LeBlanc looks like he's leading the pack and then Maxwell Chauvin and then Bennett Boudreaux can punt a little bit too he's not quite as good of a punter as he is a kicker but uh, but we have some options there as well okay well coach uh, with that uh, time to take our first break and uh, when we come back from the break I'd like to find out if there were any maybe some moves uh, with regards to rules changes and things of that nature that comes into play with high school football this year with uh, you have to get your team acclimated to some maybe some rule changes anyway we're gonna go ahead and take a break we'll come back with that you're listening to the CHS coaches show here on Kane Radio FM 107.5 and AM 1240 we'll be back with more right after this animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Hi, my name is Dr. Abigail hennigan Daly, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. 
Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call. 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach uh, Matt Decimo. And coach, uh, before we went off the air just moments ago, we were talking about possibly some rule changes. And you mentioned there's a couple that uh, you had to induce your, or induct, or induct uh, your squad to with regards to a new tackling procedure with a wide receiver. Is that correct? Yeah, so uh, they, kind of, they did kind of change one of the rules about defenseless receivers. Um, basically, for a DB to make a play on a receiver trying to catch a ball in the air, they either have to go for the ball and they'll allow incidental contact or they have to make a full-fledged wrap-up. So, like they have to wrap the guy up as they make the tackle. So, you know, when you see guys going in, leading with their shoulder to force the ball out, that is going to be a penalty now this year in high school. Um, so it, it makes it kind of tough for the player, and I think it's going to be a, a, lot of, a lot of a judgment call by officials. And when you say a penalty, 5, 10, 15, 15 yards? 15 yards, a personal Whoa, foul penalty. personal foul penalty. Whoa. Yep. Will the player still be eligible to play? Yes, there's no ejection in high school, thankfully, because uh, there's no review system, um, and a lot of times, you know, the referees aren't always the most skilled. A lot of times, you know, especially smaller schools, will get first-year officials who aren't quite as, you know, who are pretty green at it. Um, so, so I'm glad that they've never had an ejection in high school for, for a personal foul like targeting because uh-huh. um, I was concerned about that when they first came out with that, sure. you know, the targeting rule in high school. Um, but luckily they don't have the ejection. The other, the other new thing is they're allowing you to throw the ball away outside the pocket um, without having intentional grounding, okay. which to me is a good rule. Um, I think it's, you know, I think it should have been a rule that we've been having, but it, it is new now and it is allowed. Uh, another rule in college, I noticed it changed with the uh, uh, stopping of the clock for first downs. Is that also going to become a, a high school rule, do you know or not? Uh, they won't stop the clock during the course of the game until the last two minutes of the half and the end of the game, do you know? Um, I don't think they stopped the clock in high school for first downs anyway. Okay, I thought they did it one time. Uh, trying to think. Uh, anyway, I know the college game now. You know, they used to stop the clock to move the chains, yeah. basically, even though it might have been a second or two because most of the times you see yeah. the referee signaling first down. And uh, now the college game, uh, 
they are going to talks going to remain continue uh, even after the first down is made until the last two minutes of the half mm-hmm. and the uh, fourth quarter. Don't know if uh, that was instituted in high school. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, anyway, if you're not sure of it, uh, we can get back to that later. But in the meantime, uh, I know your team. Uh, we talked uh, a little bit about offense uh, defensively. Uh, what are you looking at with formations and things that uh, we're going to see with man zone defenses on passing situations? What we the Panther fans be looking for? Um, we'll be based out of a four-two-five. Um, we'll play a lot of middle field open coverages. Uh, I know, I know, Coach O likes a lot of man coverage, but at times we'll do some split field zone coverages as well. Um, so it kind of depends on what what the offenses we're playing are giving us and what formations, what personnel they're doing. Um, but we'll, like I said, we'll be mostly be a four-two-five. We are working some three-three stack stuff too, just you know, just in case we play a, a team that's spread completely spread with no tight ends and all that kind of stuff that throws the ball a lot. Um, but you know, we, we, like I said, we, we've practiced quite a few different things, but we're based out of a four-two-five. Okay, and uh, with that, also uh, of course with the change in the head coaching position, did you have uh, any additions to your staff through the course of the year that people you brought in that? Uh, weren't maybe on last year's staff or you had any additions to your coaching staff? Um, well, I pick, we picked up Joe Lezord, who's a full-time coach now. He's a non, former Catholic high yeah, alum, A too. non-faculty full-time um, coach. And we also picked up Zion Hill Green. Oh, okay. Um, he's actually full-time. He's teaching and everything at Catholic High this year. So, so we picked up those two new guys. Um, we retained Coach Henry Orenberger, who's going to be the D.C. again, Trey Provo. Uh, John Michael Viator and Josh Jurassic coming back to help again. So. Okay, all right. Well, interesting that uh, Hill Green Hill is back with uh, with the Panthers. Uh, he played for for a few years way back. Uh, I think he was on that state championship team in seventeenth. Uh, back then, I think he was, and then of course, no, I think he was. He, was he graduated the year before. Yep. Okay, and yep. then uh, of course, uh, uh, Leesard, who I think uh, ended up playing a little bit at McNeese back in the yep. day. He, he went over to McNeese and he he played over there. And a little bit younger than you, if my if uh, my memory Joe serves graduated. Me we I coached I coached Joe my first stint at Catholic High. He okay. was uh, he graduated in 2013. Uh, well, good to see uh, some local alums come back to help out at school, too, uh, when you see some of these schools that literally have 20 coaches, you know, yep. on the sideline uh, with that. So, uh, anyway, uh, uh, with that, course, your schedule, we're going to be doing five games of Catholic High this year. Kane Radio will be. And, of course, we stream all those games, too. So, uh, older people who maybe can't make the game uh, during the heat uh, uh, early in the year, we'll stream those games live uh, you can catch them on the FM 107.5 or AM 1240. And if uh, you have access to a, a, a computer and you want to stream the game or even on your phone, uh, it's accessible. So uh, it's a delay of about maybe 30 seconds from mm-hmm. the live action, maybe 45 from the live action. But uh, we'll be doing uh, the Catholic High games this year, of course. Uh, your scrimmage uh, against uh, Centerville, and then you open up the season uh, with a pretty talented team, too, in uh, Vermillion Catholic. Yeah, uh, have you y'all know. kind of cheated a little bit and looking at them during the summer, so to uh, speak, we, and the quarterback Dortez? We saw him at seven on seven, okay. um, a little bit, the, the, the quick slant uh, seven on seven, but that's about it. Um, you know, there's not really any film out yet, no one's scrimmaged yet, but uh, 
but you know they're they're well coached. They're going to be a good ball club. Um, they lost a lot from last year, so they'll probably be down a little bit. But they're always a good team. They got um, their quarterback back though. Yes, they do. He'll be a, what a junior thing. Yep, he'll year. be a junior. He, and, he's a young kid. Yeah, and uh, then after uh, I'm trying to remember the schedule after uh, yeah, Parkview week two. Parkview comes here yep, last Parkview year. They comes journeyed here. Uh, to right, and uh, also uh, Erath will be here, here and then so right. will Leesville. Yes, and then uh, the other games I think we're doing is Catholic High. Uh, I think you play in Lauraville this year. Is that correct? Yes, we do play in Lauraville. That's week nine, Ascension Episcopal is there. At Ascension Episcopal. And also, I'm trying to think. I think Franklin is here. Franklin's home. And also, uh, who's towards the end of the schedule? I think uh, either West St. Mary. I'm w- trying to remember. West St. Mary's week 10 at West St. Mary. Okay. But there was another uh, local. Uh, Delcom is yeah, going to be week Okay. And you play seven. them, you play them here. Yep. Yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, interesting schedule, and uh, of course, uh, like I said, uh, you had uh, approximately 16, 17 seniors on the team this year. Yeah. Good guess, and a lot of them have a lot of experience uh, through the past years playing as juniors and had a good sophomore class, too, mm-hmm. that's a junior class this year. So uh be interesting for you here this year, Catholic High. So yes, uh, anyway, Coach, uh, I don't know if there's anything else we might want to talk over with regards to football before we take another break in the next few minutes. And I know they have other sports right now that uh, even though you're not the AD, uh, I know there are other sports and yeah. things going on at Catholic High. Anything else with football that uh, maybe some of the fans would like to know or the listeners with Catholic High uh, um, currently? Not necessarily. The only thing really, you know, football-wise, we do have our golf tournament coming up, um, which is one of our big fundraisers, October 21st at Cane Row. All right. Um, this could be a 1 p.m. shotgun start, and we're still looking for teams to play in it and sponsorships. All right. Um, if anyone's interested either way, they can go to GoBigRed.com to, to pay and, and sign up for all that. Um, but that you know that's always a great time, a fun time to have. Um, also, you know we're talking about summer summer program and all that. I do want to thank everyone that that uh, participated in our liftathon. Uh, we we did raise some money for for the weight room and for the coaches that worked all summer long. Um, we had a great turnout for the liftathon. Uh, we made just under twenty thousand dollars, I believe. Oh, wow. Good for you. Um, and you know our kids our kids enjoyed it. They threw some weight around, and I think I think the parents and the fans enjoyed it too. So it was it was a great go. It was a great showing. That was at the end of July. I think it was July twenty seventh, maybe. All right. Um, so you know that's about that's about it that I have. Well, um, uh, educate our listeners a little bit. What does it cost you to outfit a player in high school football? Just a ballpark figure. Uh, I'm not trying to tax you, but uh, it's not cheap. So just the just the pads. I mean, a helmet. The helmets that we get nowadays, the the ones that we like to get that are not the top of the line, but they're they're top of the line safety wise. The speed flexes are about four hundred ninety nine dollars a helmet. Five hundred bucks. Um, and then the shoulder pads are normally about I get two fifty to three hundred dollars a helmet. Right. So so I mean, you're pushing eight hundred dollars a player in just shoulder pads and helmets. And what's a, a jersey and a set of uh, pants uh, run generally um, ballpark? So a, a, a jersey and pants set is probably, I would say, pushing 150 depending on so what brand. Gonna, and do you all supply the shoes or the kids buy the their own The kids get shoes? their own shoes. Okay. So we're talking $1,000 to outfit a kid. Well, that's basically. just one set of jerseys. You know, that's right. You got white, too. And then uh, you'll have an offset the color of white pants and red pants. Yep. I don't think the Panthers have any other color uh, yep. in that regard. So, uh it's interesting that you know with the cost today, yeah. and you got a, you're equipping approximately 65 kids. So do the math. Yeah. Uh, and, and those those helmets have to be reconditioned every two years to send them off to get to make sure they're still in you know good conditions and refurbished. And after 10 years, they're no more good. Really? So you have to replace them every so 10 years, to, no matter what. Even okay. even if 
a kid only wore it one year. Did they have any dates on inside the helmet so yes. you know that uh, what yeah. year it was? So they always built? have an initial initial use year on it, and when you get reconditioned, they're supposed to put a sticker on there that tells you when you reconditioned it, okay. so you know every two years. That's something I didn't know. Every 10 years, you had to buy a new helmet. Yep. Wow. Unbelievable. Anyway, you're listening to the CHS uh, Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We're going to go ahead and take a little break here. We'll be back with more right after this. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. At Sester Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sester Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestian Genevieve at Sester Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors. Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach Matt Desimo. And our coach, uh, I know uh, there are other sports getting underway or already underway or will be underway. And could maybe you uh, give us a little... Uh, uh, background on those sports yeah absolutely uh, you know the other fall sports besides football right now that are getting going are volleyball cross country and swimming um, our volleyball team I'm, are, are, they start their scrimmages this week as well um, they have a scrimmage tomorrow against ESA and ED White it looks like um, JV and varsity and then again on the 17th at Southside against uh, LCA and Southside JV and varsity uh, so they have those coming up. I'm not sure exactly when swimming cross country get going, uh, but I know it's it's pretty soon. You know, they're all fall sports. Um, and I know, like I said, you know, all those kids worked out all summer long. I know those coaches have been working hard with them. I know volleyball has been going after it all summer long too. Um, you know, Coach Gary does a great job with them, and, and those girls, those girls, they earn what they get. They work hard um, in the weight room all spring long, all summer long. Um, practicing during the summer and all that so so you know I think they're gonna have another great year the way they they've worked this summer getting ready for it so 
Uh, interesting too, uh, Coach. With that, uh, as you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, swimming is a fall sport that I didn't realize. I thought maybe uh, they'd come start around Thanksgiving and end up sometime in the spring. But uh, also um, volleyball, which has been a pretty productive sport at Catholic High, uh, they won a state championship a few years back, about a decade or so ago. And uh, I know they uh, put a lot of work in. A lot of people don't realize how hard these young ladies work uh, during the course of uh, the summer and then here earlier in the year. And Coach Gary Westcott is in. I'm trying to think how many years Gary's been at Catholic High, but he's been there uh, a bunch. Uh, I want to say uh, five, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. He's been the uh, volleyball coach at Catholic High and does an outstanding job for him too. So uh, with that, and cross country, man, to work out in this weather right now, uh, it must be really tough. So uh, I don't, not sure if they run in the evenings or early in the mornings, or even before school starts. And school now is what, and y'all third day or second day? Second full day was today. Yeah. Okay. So we uh, had a first full day on Friday. Today's the second full day. And uh, you know, with those young ladies uh, getting uh, ready for that sport, so uh, interesting in the way it's going right now for Catholic High. Uh, with that, uh, any other, uh, I know they have uh, some things going on at school, but uh, anything else you can expound upon uh, with regards to the school itself? Uh, um, I'm not sure what to even to bring up uh, with that. Of course, uh, I think Mr. Bork is in his second, second year, year yeah. at Catholic High and uh, also uh, with the staff. Are you familiar if they brought in many more teachers? Any uh, teachers retire or some come in, new teachers come in? Um, we probably hired about, uh, I would guess, seven or eight new teachers this year. Okay. Anyway, uh, we might have a phone call. We, uh, okay. I, I don't know if that's our line or not. We can try. No, if, if, if you want to call in, the number to call in is 337-367-1240. Uh, uh, that line cannot be answered right now. I'm sorry, but that might be another line. No. Anyway, we can't answer that line. You need to call 337-367-1240 if you want to ask the coach a question. Uh, with that, uh, Coach, uh, anything else? Any uh, things uh, with the stadium? Uh, of course, uh, you must be placing a lot of water on that grass right now. <laughs> yes, I'm sure yes, the water bill is going to be up right now with regards to the field. And that's something hard to keep up, man, in this heat, it is, too. It is. Um, but, you know, Coach Jordan actually is the one who kind of does most of our field work stuff, and he does a great job with it. Um, we do have a few things going on. Obviously, tomorrow we'll have, we'll have mass at school for the Feast of the Assumption. We mm -hmm. normally have yes, mass every day of obligation. Normally have mass every Thursday. We'll do it on Tuesday this week. And um, on Wednesday, we actually have uh, – a blessing of the athletes, which mm -hmm. is, I think, this is the first year we're doing it um, before any of that sports actually really get going. Um, I guess technically, except volleyball, because they have a scrimmage tomorrow. <laughs> um, but I think Father Matt's doing a blessing, and okay. it should be it should be a good little a good little get together. It'll be in the disc gym, um, you know. So that's a great way to start the year. Uh, any um, anything else with? Uh, I'm trying to think things that maybe. Uh, would come into play with school activities and things like that uh, since I'm ignorant on. Uh, uh, I know I get a little newsletter every once in a while uh, with that, uh, but I uh, hadn't heard. I saw something recently, too. Um, I think for homecoming, they're trying to do a, some type of reunion, I think, even. I'm hearing that uh, with a lot of the classes, previous classes from Catholic High, I'm hearing something of that nature with the late 50s, 60s, 70s, possibly the 80s. I know okay. uh, some people are trying to put that together. I was approached by someone 
the other day about my class. So, uh, and we were talking about that. Uh, don't know if that's come out yet. That I guess it's in the embryonic stages too, in that regard. Mm -hmm. So it might be something you yeah. might not be aware of for homecoming. So uh, I'm trying to think other things that come into play uh, at school uh, with that. Um, but um, just. Yeah. Trying well, to remember. That's I do all. know we have our back to school night. I believe next Wednesday, uh, which okay. is kind of like an out open house thing for all the parents. Uh, all right. they, they normally kind of go through their student schedules and get to meet their students, uh, teachers, and uh, they talk about the class a little bit. That is next week on Wednesday, I believe, on the twenty third. Important my ignorance, but do they have back to school dances and things like that, <laughs> Coach? Do you know? They normally do. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if we have one scheduled or not right now. All right. Uh, but we normally do. Um, you know, homecoming, you had a dance, and there were a few dances along the way with different, uh, uh, you know, uh, homecoming dance, back-to-school dance. Uh, I can remember I used to have a dance a month. Uh, there'd be something, even though that's kind of dried up a little bit over the years. I don't know if you were in school with things like that. But uh, times, they are changing, too, with the kids today. So it's always something different. And yeah. uh, But anyway, it's just good to see uh, the kids back in school and uh, remind folks, you know, watch those kids. In the mornings, the sun's starting to rise a little uh, later, and uh, those kids are at bus stops. So uh, just be careful in that regard. And with that, Coach, uh, good luck uh, with the scrimmage uh, this coming Thursday, you said, in, in yes, Centerville? Yes, sir. On Thursday uh, in if, Centerville. If someone wanted to show up to watch that scrimmage, would they be turned away? No. I mean, they, if they have money to pay to get in, I don't think they're going to turn anyone away over there. <laughs> oh, so it is a small charge to get yes, in I'm to watch the sure scrimmage? Yes, I'm pretty sure it will be, yes, Five sir. bucks, ten bucks, something like that. I'm not sure exactly how much, but my, my You'll guess. find out when you pull in uh, yep. in Centerville. And Centerville's right there along uh, Highway 182, right off the highway, if my memory serves me correctly. Is that right? Uh, it's yeah, – I mean, it's right before Morgan City, I believe. Yeah, it's – yeah, before you get back on, uh, on uh, I want to say, Highway 90. Yeah. Uh, the old 182, so Centerville High School uh, – with that, well, Coach, with that, I want to thank you for coming in today. We'll have uh, the CHS Coaches Show uh, next uh, Monday night, uh, as I said, a little after uh, 6 o'clock once the news and the weather goes off. And uh, with that, and Coach, good luck Thursday. We'll see you back here next Monday at the same time, a little after 6. And as always, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestra Wealth Management, the Lanescape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, Ornor Glass, Hennigan Teen Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustang Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine Action Specialties, HMC uh, Forums, uh, Senate Candidate Hugh Andre's campaign, Dr. Seth Rosenswig Group, uh, EP Bro, uh, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's uh, Investment Group. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Hi, I'm Corey Averick, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Arpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. 
BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Still Louisiana's own, Kane 107.5, the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. 